0: Well hello everyone and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network and of course you know who I am. I'm Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe and Manifest talk show and today I am broadcasting from Feels Like Summertime, Atlanta, Georgia also known as DATL. Guess what? so grateful, so excited uh, that you made a decision to tune in today. And I believe that you are going to receive what you've been praying for, what you've been searching for, you know, just that possibly that missing piece of the puzzle. I had somebody Tell me recently, you know, I feel like you were just talking just to me and I uh, uh, chuckled and said I was because the spirit knows exactly what you need and you're going to receive that today. Well, I'm looking out of my window and like I said, it feels like summertime here uh, in the south and it has been a beautiful Week here uh, in Atlanta, and I'm going to get right to it. And guess who's teaching today? I am. (laughs) So many of you want me to teach more, and that's exactly what I am doing. And guess what I'm going to be teaching on? I'm going to be teaching on my own manifestation journey during my life. I'm going to talk to you about what some of my techniques have been in business, in love, uh, dealing with fear. So I'm going to be teaching on my manifestation journey techniques and wisdom nuggets. So you, so you better get your pen and, and pad out or, or your phone out. And take some notes because I'm going to be sharing my story. But then I'm going to give you specific principles that you can apply to your own life. Let's see. Make sure you follow me on social media. uh, Instagram and TikTok, Law of Attraction. Constance, thank all of you for following me. Facebook is uh, is Coach with Constance. And uh, what else? YouTube, Constance Arnold. And Twitter, LOA Constance. I got all of those out. I might need to write those down. <laughs> and so uh, you see a different version of me, a different side. I post at least two videos a week, they might be five minutes, 10 minutes. Sometimes I'll go live on IG, live on YouTube. And if you have a specific question or topic that you want me to cover, please email me at constant at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Also, if you're interested in coaching with me, email me. Let's do a discovery call. I'm going to read something that one of my friends sent to me. Where is it? Uh, Rashid Edwards posted it and he said something profound. He said, our wounding, our unhealed wounds are magnetic. Every unhealed wound that you have attracts situations and people into your life that will mirror back to you the wounds that you have. And, and so, you see, that's what I'm seeing in people. And, and I've been saying that, but so many people, uh, you know, they just want to manifest. I want to be a baller and have a great life. And you know, God wants you to have that. But Your unhealed wounds. I was listening to uh, Naomi Judd's uh, interview that she did, I don't know, five years ago, maybe longer. And I think Robin uh, from Good Morning America was interviewing her. And so Robin said, everybody looks at you. You're famous. You have money. You're beautiful. you, you, You look young. And she said that she never dealt with her wound of sexual molestation, I think, from a relative. Might have been an uncle. And so all of these years of glory and fame and wealth and money, all of those years caused depression and bipolar in her. And so, you know, I'm not trying to be negative, but just as a therapist, especially since it's mental health month, please, because see, you attract who you are. And, you know, I always say all of those unresolved issues from your soul, once they are healed, Attraction is pretty easy. I'm going to talk about my unhealed issues that I did not deal with. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're tired of wishing and hoping and praying and waiting for your breakthrough, if you are tired of mediocrity, if you are tired of year after year going back, if you're tired of listening to me, and never taking advantage of the gift of God that is in me for counseling, therapy and coaching, you get two for one with me. Then it's up to you, but you can email me at Constance at and let's make it happen. I just thought it was so interesting uh, that he sent me that So. And also, while you're on my website, withinyourpurpose.com, you can get my two books, uh, Secrets of Success, and also How to Attract Genuine Love. We don't want just any kind of love, right? But genuine love. And uh, I know this show is a blessing to you. And so I want you to make a financial investment for all of the awesome guests that I bring every week. Just the first class, uh, stellar, performing guests that I have. Just the time and effort and prayer and meditation that it takes to really bring you this quality of program. So there are many ways that you can financially invest. You can cash at me at dollar sign Constance Arnold. You can go to my website and hit the uh, donate button. Uh, You can zail me at the Constance Arnold, at the Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I'm thanking you in advance for that. So here we go. I'm getting ready to tell all of my business. So you ready to take notes? So I'm going to share about my manifestation journey. I'm going to share with you some techniques, some lessons, and some wisdom nuggets. So you won't have to go through what I went through. (coughs) Okay, here we go. So my first, I'm going to try to share 10. Here we go. The first one is take the jump or the leap. That's the first one. So I went to undergrad school at Tennessee State University. I I, I felt a, a, a calling. Have you ever just felt intuition about something? I'm like, I'm supposed to be in Atlanta. So I applied at Clark Atlanta University. Back then it was Atlanta University. They're known for having like the number one social work school for African-Americans at that time and the number one counseling department. But I wasn't interested in none of that. I I was getting my MBA. But uh, my dad already told me, Constance, I don't have any money to help you in grad school. So here I am in Nashville, Tennessee. And I get the urge to come to Atlanta. How am I gonna come to Atlanta? At the time I was dating the number one kingpin with all the money. You know what a kingpin is, don't you? Drug dealer. I didn't know any better. I did, but you know, young, wanted money. But I said, I'm going to Atlanta. My dad said, now I helped you in undergrad. I'm not. I'm not going to help you in grad school. So I came to Atlanta. I stayed in his apartment because he was still in Nashville, but he was so much older than me. I'm just like, ladies, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm like, this is not going to work. So I went to the comptroller. I'm talking about taking the leap. I went to the comptroller's office, and he said, "Miss Lane, that's my maiden name. We need X number of dollars." I didn't know how he said, you got seven days. I said, I'll be back with the money. So I needed money, had no money. I'm staying in his apartment, uh, uh, which is right down from uh, the university, but I needed tuition and I needed a place to stay because I knew I was going to break up with him. So, I just began to speak faith filled words. I didn't know that's what I was doing, but I began to say things are going to work out for me. I'm going to find the money. I will have it back in seven days, etc. So, I didn't know what an affirmation was at the time. Of course, I was in church, I didn't understand the power of words. So, Something in me, and I'm going to say it was faith. I got up and I went to every bank in Atlanta. They didn't know me. I didn't have any money. And I think the bank was standard bank. They gave me enough money to enroll in school. And I remember I went back and the man was like, wow, Miss Lane, that is really something because he didn't really believe me. So I I got enough money to pay my tuition. I'm talking about taking the jump of the leap, and then I got enough money to pay for a beautiful apartment. Now I lived uh, right down the street from the college, but at that time, I probably lived in one of the most beautiful apartment buildings it was around. So I moved out of my kingpin's apartment and to my own so what are the principles here for you for manifestation i listen to my tuition and when you listen to your tuition and you go with it you're not going to have our answers i pre-paved my life with my words I just begin to speak, things are going to work out for me. I didn't know about affirmations or anything like that. What are you saying about your life? I moved out in spite of fear. You know, intuition is God speaking to you. Uh, And really, whatever is happening in your life is really out picturing. Your circumstances reflect what you've been saying and believing. You can prepave your life with your words. You know, y'all have heard me teach on that. Whatever you say, if you say, I'm too old, or or, or, I could never do that, or I could never have that, or that's too expensive. I never say something is too expensive. I always say, "I'll, I'll be back to get you later. Everybody see that? Because the truth is, whatever you desire and you believe you receive it, you can have it. I think another principle is you got to walk by faith and not by sight. I didn't know how. Maybe maybe you're feeling pulled to start a business or pulled to go back to school. But when you begin to move, see, God is just waiting for you to show up what you need is already there, all of the resources, all of the help you want, um, if you just show up. And so I told a client, she had been talking about, she wants this special car for years. And I said, well, have you test driven it yet? And she said, no. I said, I don't even wanna hear it. Until. Just talking about it isn't enough. You gotta actually go and get a feel for it. So one of my techniques or one of my wisdom nuggets for you is to take the the jump or the leap. Go with your tuition and use your words to prepave what you want. It, 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 you're sending your words out first. Everybody got that? You're not going to know everything. Second thing. I'm sharing my manifestation journey is one thing that I didn't know that I needed. I was just struggling. So is the power of having mentors, counseling, coaching and support group. So I looked at my choices with money and relationships and just my life. And I knew something wasn't right. I kept going around the same mountain over and over and over again. Anybody relate to that? See, my master's degree doesn't mean anything. Your degrees don't mean anything. You know, most, a lot of millionaires don't even have degrees. And so you can tell how you are feeling about yourself, of viewing yourself by your choices. Because, as I said earlier, your outer world is just a reflection of how you truly—I'm going to say—view yourself and view life. And so, with me, I was always struggling. I, you know, I would get a job and I would keep it, but I wasn't happy. You know, I got two degrees, and so my undergrad is in business. And for years, I worked at um, IBM, but I was working as a secretary. What was it in me that that would think that I could only be a secretary or or an administrative assistant? Nothing wrong with that. When I had a master's degree in counseling. And so just my choices, my choices in my job, in relationships, the way I spent money, how I viewed myself, et cetera. I'm talking about my journey. And so what I realized was that I needed some help. At least my pastor powers told me, he said, you need to get some help. So I began to get counseling every week from pastor powers. That's just how much (laughs) I needed it. You know, some of my clients, I have a couple of clients right now that I work with once a week and some twice a week. That's what they wanted. Secondly, I re- realized that my soul needed a lot of healing. So I went to support groups around my own self-esteem. How come i been, how come I made the choices that I did around relationships, around love, around my codependency. Y'all want to know how long I did that? For three years, every Monday and Thursday night. So, you might be saying, Constance, I don't want to do all of that. I'm I'm ready to manifest. And and, and just like I shared shared earlier from my friend who sent the, the text to me, you see, it's your subconscious or your soul, which is your mind, will, emotions, past, where your paradigms are housed. If that doesn't change, you are gonna keep doing the same thing. And so that's why people say, well, the law of attraction isn't working. It's working, but it's your core beliefs that needed to be shifted. So I was in counseling. Uh, I had another mentor, Pastor Bill Riley, uh, and uh, I was dealing with codependency. That went on for a couple of years. What was I doing? I was healing my soul, changing paradigms. I didn't know that's what I was doing so that I can begin to build and live my best life. So you see, when people see me now, they like, one lady said, I want your life. I want to follow you around. I said, you can follow me around, but you need to know my journey. At that time, I was dealing with depression. I was dealing with shame. And I felt shamed that I was dealing with depression. If you saw me, I always put on a front. How you doing? Oh, I'm great. How are things constant? Oh, I'm fabulous. You know, I'm all of that. I always felt like I had to project abundance, wealth on top of my game. know Know what I'm doing. When on the instant, I really didn't feel that way. And and so these are the lessons that I want you to extract from this. Oh, and then I had a mentor, Dr. Shirley Carmack. Dr. Shirley is a bad girl. She was the first African-American woman that made millions in direct sales. So the first time I went to her house, I don't think I'd ever been to a house like that. And she was just as humble. And I'm like, Dr. Shirley, your walking walking closet is bigger than my whole house. But she taught me some things. I sat at her feet and she taught me about business. You know, some of the practical things that I needed to do. So, so what's the takeaway here? The takeaway is You need to get coaching, counseling, support group, and mentors. You you need to deal with your beliefs. You need to find out, you know, why you've been making the choices that you've been making. You need people in your life that are not on your level. You need people who've been there, done that, got that and can tell you the easy pathway. Now if you were if I were to give you the address to my house and and GPS says this is the way you go go 75 south. I might say to you, no don't go that way this time of day because of traffic. This is a quicker way. And so that's what a coach does. That's what a mentor does, uh, like, doctor, uh, uh, like Dr. Shirley Carmack. She taught me so much, so I won't have to go through that, and I didn't. And some of you are isolated. Uh, uh, you've been trying to do it on your own. You're shame about where you are, uh, and I appreciate you listening to me, but I believe that just listening Online is not enough. You, you you need to touch the God in somebody. You need to be mentored and, and taught by somebody who's been there and done that. So things that Pastor Powers taught me about men and relationships. So I wouldn't have to keep going through the same thing over and over again. All right. So. The second, uh, I would say, wisdom nugget is get a mentor, get counseling, get coaching, go to support group, heal your soul and your wounds, because nobody makes it alone. And so what all that does is it changes your thinking. And, and, And when you change your thinking, you really change your world. I mean... I heard that, and I'm like, what does that mean? When you change your thinking, you really change your world. It's nothing but the truth. So let me go to the next one. I hope this is helping you. This is my manifestation journey. Everything I did, basically, that was big, I usually did it while I was fearful but I did it anyway. So another way I can phrase that is I took action, even though I was fearful. I don't know. I think it's something in me. I don't know if my dad put it in me, God put it in me, but I'm going to like, I'm going to try this. How many of y'all know the parasail? You know, when you're going, when when you sometimes in another country and you, you're all up in the air and I'm like, I'm going to try this one time. I screamed the whole time. But I tried it because I'm like, I'm not going to let fear hold me back. So somebody said the greatest antidote for fear is action. So there's been a part of me. A part of me is bold and a risk taker. But then another part of me really don't like a lot of change. So I was afraid speaking in front of people. I was afraid when I published my books. I was afraid when I opened up my heart to love after divorce. I was afraid to do my first workshop. I remember I rented this beautiful room. It wasn't too big, but at this really swanky hotel, I could see it in my mind. I sent out invitations. And guess how many people showed up? I might have had two guests and the rest were my friends, but I did it anyway. It's something about moving past fear, wanting to go to school, but going back the first time. I did my radio show. I was so afraid. Now, you might be saying, Constance, how could you be afraid when you were on the platform speaking in front of thousands of people? But it's, it's a different vibration when you are in a room by yourself. And you're communicating with people like I am you right now. So what are you afraid of? I used to be afraid of being alone. Uh, afraid of really opening up my heart, you know, afraid of failure. But I just made a decision. I would say, well, what's the worst thing that can happen to me? I'm going to give this a try. There were many proposals that I, I'm going to talk about my business later on. There were many proposals that I wrote that got turned down. I remember once I was fired from a job and somebody said, well, a rejection is just uh, one place away from your, from your yes. There were many proposals that got turned down, but then for 15 years, there was a big yes and big money. So everything I did, I chose to do it, even though I was fearful. And so aren't you tired of mediocrity and just the same old life? And I'm afraid of this. I remember my first plane ride. I was uh, in school at at Tennessee State and I flew from Nashville to Hartford, Connecticut. And boy, it was a bumpy flight. (laughs) I was so scared and I was trying to pretend like I wasn't that I grabbed the woman's hand next to me. She said, baby, are you all right? I said, yeah, I'm all right. But I did not let her hand go. And so last week, like uh, Rich uh, uh, a said, fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. What do you need to start doing, even though you might be fearful? Remember what I said, the greatest antidote for fear is action. These are some principles you might want to implement. Take some baby steps in that area. You're not going to know everything. All of y'all that want to know everything, when you're moving, as you move, stuff will be revealed to you. Uh, You you're making a decision that you're going to move past your limitation and move towards your desires. You do not have to know how. How many times have I said that you do not have to know how. Have somebody to walk, walk with you through it. I mean, when I bought my first home, I was so nervous. And I had a pastor, Bobby Brewer, to walk with me. This is what we're going to do. Everything is going to be all right. Because, you know, they keep asking for another piece of paper. If you've ever bought a home, we need this. We need that. But somebody who's already been there, a mentor can help you walk through your fear. You see, a coach, I can see my client's fears. And this is what I say to them sometimes. I'm right here with you. I'm going to help you walk through it. But it's something about having somebody there walk with you through a a storm. I'm going to say, reframe your thinking about mistakes. A lot of y'all are fearful. What if I make a mistake? Well, mistakes are just learning opportunities and learning experiences. Change your thinking about mistakes. I don't think it's any such thing. You got to acknowledge, yes, I am fearful. Yes, I am fearful. And just the acknowledgement, acknowledgement of it is very powerful. Change your perspective. At perspective. I got that slow down constant. What's the worst thing to happen to me if I go back to school and I'm the oldest person in the classroom? So, what's the worst thing to happen if I invest and and uh, it doesn't turn out like I thought I, it would and the, the investment is slower? So, what's the worst thing that that can happen? You, you see, you don't want to live in fear. Uh, Get a vision of of what you want beyond where you are. You know why? Because life awaits you. I got to move faster, y'all. So I've given you three of my manifestation techniques. One is uh, take the jump of the leap. Live your life. Come on, people. Get you a mentor, counseling, coaching, and get in some kind of support group and then acknowledge your fear and begin to baby step your way away from it. Usually you do not do that alone. You know, Maya BFF, Ave Maria, whenever she would go and look at big uh, commercial real estate uh, properties, she said, I want you to go with me. Why is that? The Bible says two are better than one. Just having that support is so important. Okay, this is another one. And then after this, I'm going to go to commercial break. Your relationships. I better take some water. I'm not. How you handle relationships. I'm just not talking about love and marriage, but even friendships. The one thing that I had to learn was I was always looking for love outside of myself. I was always looking for affirmation from others outside of myself. I didn't realize at the time that I really wasn't loving me. What about you? But I will say that in my previous marriage, I did have the courage to leave. I I didn't know how, but I just knew that, that that marriage was over. In other relationships, I began to have the courage to, to notice the red flags. Initially, in friendships, I was always the friend who did all of the giving, who had all of the answers, but all of that really reflected my own um, lack of value, my own Lack of self-esteem and self-concept. I mean, I was the go-to girl. You could call me any time of night oh, as a for Oh, I need this. And, and then I, I got resentful because I'm like, well, nobody's ever there for me. That's codependency. I gave too much of my power away in many of my relationships. I always say you cannot go to the arms of a man, Ladies or gentlemen, you cannot go to the arms of a woman to heal your wounds and to get only what spirit can give to you. So as you begin to shift and change in relationships like I did, and your paradigms change and your perspective change, your relationships would change. I love this story with Esther Hicks. Uh, you know, with Esther Hicks and Abraham, you go and sit in the hot seat and you ask her a question. And this lady said, "Uh, Esther, my lover left me. And she said, she said, I'm sad because my lover left me. And Esther said, no, your lover didn't leave you. She said, but he did leave me. So they went back and forth. And then finally she said, no, you went to another vibrational level and your lover is still at the same level. So when you change, your friendships are gonna change. When you change, your marriage will change. When you change, your choices will change. And I can say that my circle has gotten a lot smaller. Most people in my life are higher, smarter, have more insight. Uh, I, I can sit at their feet and learn because I didn't want to be the smartest one in my circle. Everybody, see that? And, and so your relationship will change. I think you have to acknowledge uh, maybe your. Your dependency on the person, your own lack of self-esteem and self-concept like I did, that I didn't really understand how awesome I was and was not valuing myself. A lot of people stay in relationships because they prefer the bad relationships over the unknown, you know, feelings of unworthiness. So I would say to you, really take a look at your relationships. I can tell who you are and where you are going by your relationships. Did you notice that most successful people hang out with successful people? I just heard something on the, uh, on the internet and it says, Lisa Nichols, John Asara, Jack Canfield and somebody else. Same success level. <clears throat> so if you're hanging out with people that's hurting, broke, etc., somebody said that that you will never make anything higher than the five people who you hang with. So if everybody you hang with, let's just say hypothetically, everybody making twenty five thousand. You won't go any higher than, what, what's 25 times five? Y'all know what I'm talking about. That, that, that's 100,000. 100, and so look for people in relationships, pray for divine relationships, uh, move and connect with people that are higher smarter than you that can pour into you that are more spiritual that can speak into your life that can pour into your life because people cannot take you where they have not been Get the help you need. And when you do vibrationally, you will be able to choose healthy relationships. So, guys, these are just some of uh, of my tips and, and techniques and my manifestation journey of how I am living my best life now. And I better go to these quick commercials and then I'm going to be right back and I'm going to talk about money business health and love everybody let's take a deep breath let it out i'll be right back are you feeling stuck are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream constance arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams Well, everybody, I'm back and I hope you're learning something and that you are really uh, picking up some techniques. I hope that some of the things that I have shared and have gone through, you won't have to go through that. And, you know, I realized just looking back, how much I was using the law of attraction back in the day, but I didn't know what it was. So I'm talking about my own manifestation journey techniques and uh, just some wisdom nuggets. So now I'm going to talk about money, abundance, and prosperity. I need a whole program for this. You know, um, I always liked the finer things in life. I believe that it was... God that put that desire in me and you for abundance and wealth. I just went about it the wrong way. You know, I didn't know anything about investing or stocks, you know. Well, you know something. Speaking of stocks, let me let me remind you about my collaboration uh with Jaden Sterling. Uh, you guys know who Jaden is and I just want to say to you, I didn't know back then, but you don't need to be an expert to in, invest like one. And uh, I'm still super excited about collaborating with uh, Jay Sterling. Y'all know him. He's been a guest on my show. He is a master and an expert in investing for the last 30 years. I mean, he really knows his stuff. And I always say, you know, a master can teach you quickly what it took him possibly decades to learn so what jayden has done he has created just amazing software that offers you you just a clear guidance on investing and it's called sterling stock picker takes me a while to get that out you know and i really like it because to me it's easy to understand you can go online and easy follow it and uh, I like it because I want to learn more about crypto and the site really shares powerful information on crypto you know uh, personally I was in an investment group I'm talking about money. I remember being in that investment group. We call it an investment club where we would come together once a month and talk about stocks. But I didn't really understand it. And I believe that their intentions were really good. But looking back over that. Uh, they were not experts in the field. And that's what I love about Jaden. And so I'm really encouraging you to expand your vision, try something different. Uh, He has a 14-day free trial just available for you. I went online and, you know, once you sign up for the 14-day, I think it gives you a password and you get a chance to log in as a demo user so just check it out everybody go to sterlingstockpicker.com i just remembered that uh, when we're talking about money and i trust Jane immensely so i didn't know anything about investing or stocks so i remember the first credit card i got in college I just spent it immediately. Uh, And I realized looking back that I probably married my husband. I did love him, but he knew a lot about money and he had lived in wealth. I didn't know anything about my money blueprint. Your money blueprint comes from your childhood. So all I knew was when I got money, I spent money. I used to say money just burns a hole in my pocket. Anybody ever said that, but it was really a belief system. I remember going in the store with my dad and I don't know what it was. I said, Dad, can I have this? And and he said, we don't have that kind of money, Constance. And I said to myself, I'm going to say I said to my subconscious, I'm from now on, I'm going to have whatever I want. And that's exactly what I did. So whatever you experienced in childhood and being a, a, a African-American, I didn't know anybody with money. Like I said, I didn't know anything about investing. But deep down on the inside of me, I said, when I grow up, I'm going to be able to buy whatever I want to. And that's exactly what I did. Now, I realized that just working a regular J-O-B would not afford me the lifestyle that I really desired. I knew, at least my thinking at that time, was real estate or or some form of investing and i didn't know anything about either of them that's why i uh, uh i joined that investment club so 25 years ago i started lane consulting and training but guess what i still have that blueprint on the inside of me and so do you it was a lack scarcity because anytime you got to spend they say that a wealth consciousness in this but a poverty consciousness spins so i acquired major six-figure contracts back to back to back i had a wonderful lifestyle i wasn't saving a dime i was just having a great time beautiful home traveling the world Designer clothes. I didn't know that uh, my blueprint around money uh, was running in the background in my subconscious. Guess what happened? My contract stopped just abruptly and I had to file for bankruptcy. I I felt so shame. So it was at that point that I began to go inside. I realized that I didn't have a wealth consciousness. I didn't call it that. Then, but I realized that it needed to be inside out because I heard a millionaire say, if I lose everything I got, I'm going to have it back within a year. And I was thinking, how in the world are you going to do that? Because whoever and whatever you are in consciousness, you will keep. That's why a lot of the athletes may get, let's just say, 30 million dollars. And then 10 years later, I mean, they buy five homes, five cars. I'm not against that. But then 10 years later, they don't have any money. Why? Because they got the money, but they did not get the consciousness. You know, the same thing with people who win the lottery. So I knew it was inside out. And I began to take a look at my childhood blueprint, which was lack, not enough, struggle. And and I did a lot of inner work around that. And I'm going to say establishing and transforming my thinking around money took years. Um, It it did a lot of studying the Bible, realizing that some ways that they said in the Bible were a little different. Reading, um, and just going inside, taking the time to understand money, that money is energy. Uh, I, I made a decision that I was not going to spend a lot of money, that I was going to be wise. I had to comprehend. And I think I'm still comprehending this, everybody that God is my unlimited source and supply, not my job. I always looked to my job, to my company, but that that was too limiting. I had to change my paradigm around God's already given me all things and that I was really co-creating with God from the inside out. So I started reading my Bible, uh, studying folks like uh, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich a lot of times. Studying, understanding wealth, understanding universal laws, changing my mindset. Uh, I never got it said that wealth is just uh is just a changing of your mindset. Uh, I, I, I spent a lot of time putting myself in places of wealth so I could get the feeling like y'all yeah, heard my story about the Ritz Cards and then the St. Regis and the Four Seasons just to have tea and I was like what well, is this what wealth feels like because I understood that feeling gets the manifestation I had a friend in real estate And I went on home tours of million dollar homes. Why? To get in that vibrational feeling place. And so when I first started, I mean, I could only think prosperity for maybe five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes. When I first began to affirm what God says about me and wealth, I didn't believe it. And you probably will not either but I put in a lot of time and inner work. Uh, I was grateful for what I had. I was grateful for what's on its way. Of course, I got my contrast back for another 15 years and life was very different uh, for me. I hung around folk who had money and I learned with them, I began to assume Uh, uh, How can I say assume the vibration uh, that I did have money and I entitled it money with a purpose, even before I got my contracts back, I began visualizing myself before I got my contracts back, already traveling, living luxuriously, being able to give money with a purpose. I determined what I was going to do before I even uh, receive my major contracts back. I began giving and tithing what I wanted to make. So if I wanted to make $200,000, I will begin to tithe on that. I think that's big. Don't have time to go in it. I think you need to be generous in your giving, not because you feel guilty. Some of y'all hold on to your money too tight because the Bible says that the generous soul shall be made fat. That means prosperous. And he who waters shall be watered. And Einstein says that the boomerang effect says that whatever goes around will come back to you. So I began to believe God for all things. Uh, I began to put myself in, in wealth situation, but I really did the inner work for years. And in business, I wasn't out to get what I could get. I always went the extra mile. I always uh, presented first class presentations. I always gave more than what I was paid. So it kept coming back to me. And so I'm going to say to you, that are you willing to do the inner work these are just some of the habits and techniques that I have used but it's really knowing that God has already given me all things keeping my thinking no matter what it looks like uh, my emotions and my beliefs uh, when I when I dealt with my uh, money, uh, blueprint, I realized that my beliefs were scarcity, lack, you got to hurry up and buy this. Uh, At the time, my beliefs were you are defined. uh, I was defined by what I wore, what I drove, etc. So can you see all of the inside work the i'm gonna say that i don't like the word work the inside shifting of my mindset the reshaping and creating the new consciousness because whatever you hold in consciousness you will create and i i just think now that so many people are more about uh, manifest and quit. And, and, and and I'm for that. I'm for that. But I think that you really need to go inside somebody. uh, Um, Rashid Edwards sent me this morning, this, this morning, he said, our, our inner wounding is magnetic. Every unhealed wound or issue we have attracts situations and people into our life that will mirror our wounds back to us and so you know that is so profound and that was what I had to do I had to take a look at my stuff and I believe that people are frustrated Uh, uh, well Constance why isn't the law of attraction working why can't I manifest and you've heard me say before it is your soul that needs healing so when you believe for abundance when I believe for abundance had I not gone in and changed that blueprint to I am a child of God I am worthy. There's unlimited abundance in the universe. God is my unlimited source and supply. There are unlimited possibilities. Had I not gone in and changed my thinking, I would spend hours and hours of visualizing what I desired. I mean, at first I could only visualize for maybe two minutes without my mind. I didn't know what I know now, but I would spend hours affirming, not trying to make anything happen, but just really getting and living in the state of abundance is my divine birthright. So I hope that this helps you. Wow. Um, wow. I I I didn't get to the other parts of my life. I'm going to have to uh, do part two for love and business. But you can understand, you know, my manifestation journey and extract from some things that I have shared, so that you don't have to go through. I tell people you can if you you can let life teach you, or you can tap into the universe of fixed laws that God has for you. Somebody said, I had to go through that. I'm like, no, you didn't. You chose to go through that. Uh, You didn't have to go through it. But sometimes because we don't know any better, God certainly can use it and turn it into our highest good. But why not? um, Like I said about Jayden, he can tell you quickly about investing Because he's been doing it for decades. I can tell you quickly about manifesting because I've been living the life for decades. So I hope that this helped you. Please share this with your friends. If you have any questions, email me, everybody, at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I would love to coach with you. You're worth the investment. And I think that is all I am going to say. Make a decision uh, to just create a powerful week. Remember, right now, there are unlimited possibilities just waiting for you to choose all of those possibilities are ready to collapse down into the physical plane of your life you choose you can choose rich you can choose poor you can choose happy unhappy heal whole or sick you are a powerful creator thank you for listening to think believe and manifest Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.